It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. It's time to use your triple captain chip, but what about the others? This is the ultimate chip strategy guide. Welcome to the Gianni Batici YouTube show. Hope you guys are well. If you fancy hitting that like and subscribe button nice and early, that'd be amazing. But in today's show, coming up, we are going to be presenting the best chip strategies between now and the end of the season. We're going to look forward to the doubles, the blanks, and I'm going to give you guys my top tips of how you might want to use your chips. So without further ado, shall we have a little look at the fixture ticker. Well, we know we're entering double game week time, right? Game week 25 is a double game week and 26 will be a blank. So look, FPL team and Planet FPL have teamed together to produce this ticker. Now, this isn't set in stone by any stretch. The next few weeks are set in stone. We know the blanks and the doubles. But by the time we get to blank game week 29, by the time we get to doubles in 34, 37, this is just guesstimating based on what we think could happen in the FA Cup, okay? So please don't take this as absolute gospel, but it gives us a good indication indicator of where we can expect doubles and blanks and I don't expect the ticker to be too different to what we see here of course it won't be identical but I don't expect it to be too too different so look game week 24 has been and gone but 25 has the double 26 has the blank 27 will be normal but then 28 has a double 29 will be a big blank the biggest blank of the season this is FA Cup time um, and then we expect it to be fairly normal between game weeks 31 32 33 by the time we get to 34, it'll be a smaller double. There could be an additional double fixture in, in, in 36. Um, but in 37, we'll see a lot of them. 37 will be the biggest double game week of the season. Again, all these doubles and all these blanks, we're going to be talking about chips. And then game week 38, of course, is the run-in. Very, very rarely have more or any different to just 10 fixtures. All 20 teams will play on the final day of the season. Of course they will. It's game week 38. So what are the key strategies around these blanks and doubles? I'm going to present my favourite two. I could have presented you guys three or four. But 95% of you are going to use one of these two. I'm convinced of it. I'm sure you will. And there'll be others that have perhaps already used a chip and you'll just use a variation of one of these two strategies. So rather the, than present too many options, let's just discuss in detail the two most pop common. These will be the two more template chip strategies, absolutely for sure. Now, both of them 
before we look at them, are going to involve triple captain this game week or game week 28. I strongly advise this game week to use your triple captain. We can't make promises in FPL that players will deliver or teams will deliver. But when we look at it from afar, we are presented in game week 25 with Man City and Liverpool, two of the three best attacks in the league. You'd have to throw Arsenal into the mix. Man City and Liverpool, not only both with a double game week, but both with a double game week away from other chips like there's not too many other chip options in 25 anyway so triple captain's obvious but also both teams are in form scoring goals and have most importantly for double game weeks and for triple captains from fusing chips both teams have got good fixtures when we look at man city first and foremost chelsea at home you might go it's a tough one you expect man city to score goals though and it's at the etihad And the second fixture, we've just seen them go and score big against Brentford away. Well, what about Brentford at home? Man City hosting Brentford at the Etihad. I expect goals. Two home games for Man City means Haaland is going to be over 200% effective ownership. He's going to be the most backed triple captain option of the season this game week. You've also got Liverpool. If you don't want to back a City player this game week, back a Liverpool one. Jota, Darwin, there's options, right? Liverpool go to Brentford away and then they host Luton. I see goals in both those fixtures. So Liverpool, great options. If you don't like 25, both the chip strategies I'm going to present allow you to triple captain in game week 28. You could punt. (laughs) I don't love it, right? You could punt on Solanke. He's got two very good fixtures. In fact, two of the best three or four fixtures you could wish for of the season fall for his double in 28 because it's home matches against Sheffield United and Luton. Now, remember the home fixture against Luton before it was called off after the Lockyer incident. Solanke had already scored. It's two really nice fixtures for Bournemouth. But do you trust Bournemouth to to score big over Man City or Liverpool? I don't. Bournemouth could lose those games. I don't expect Liverpool and City to drop too many points. And I certainly don't score them not to score in, in games. Bournemouth could have a quiet day and not score in one of those fixtures. So for me, triple captain Haaland makes complete sense. But what about the rest of the chip strategies? Shall we get on and present our favourite two? So guys, please do consider supporting uh, the Gianni Batici show by liking and subscribing. You can become a channel member if you fancy it too. And also shout out Fantasy Football Scout for supporting the channel as they do. There's a link in the description if you want to know more about Scout. They've got some great free articles, by the way, about blanks and doubles on their homepage. Let's present my favourite two. Chip strategy number one, presenting the free hit in game week 29. Okay, so the so you obviously use your triple captain in 25 or 28. And then you get to game week 29, which is going to be the biggest blank of the season. Probably four, maybe five or possibly six fixtures, right? Let's say five fixtures. Ten teams playing. Mostly rubbish teams. Teams we're not heavily invested in. So you're free hitting that week, right? It's a nice option because you get a good 11 out that week. You target some of the big fixtures in game week 29. Like Aston Villa, for example, play West Ham. You could go triple Villa. Uh, Brentford play Burnley in 29. You could go double Brentford attack, for example, okay? Um, Tottenham are going to be playing. So if you don't have triple Tottenham, you go Tottenham versus Fulham. You go triple Spurs attack, whatever, right? You could do that on a free hit in 29. Big, 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 big like options there for you. You would then dead end your team 
all the way through to that double in game week 34 because 34 is going to see some teams doubling so you make sure you're buying players with a double game week in 34 between 29 and 34 free transfers and then coming out of that double in game week 35 you wild card or in 36 you wild card 35 or 6 and then in 37 biggest double game week of the season you bench boost right I like this strategy very much. Will I be using it? I'm not so sure. I'll tell you at the end of the video. What about the positives and negatives of this strategy? Well, firstly, big positive is game week 29, you're going to be up on the field. There'll be loads that get to game week 29 and can only field seven, eight players. You'll be fielding 11 with subs just in case. It'll be a good 11. You will score better in 29 than your non-free hit rivals. I'm convinced of it purely just through minutes, right? Another positive of this strategy is you're not... Okay, strategy number two is going to involve dead-ending your team to 29. So positive of strategy number one is you don't have to dead-end your team to 29, which means you're not offloading good players in game week 27, 8, 29. If you, if you are, you're going to be selling City players. You're going to be selling Arsenal players. You might be selling Liverpool players. Good players with good fixtures from good teams you're not having to sell them because you're free hitting in 29, right? So that's a big positive to this, this strategy number one. You're not having to dead end into 29. You're also therefore not, not worrying too much about, you don't have to worry about your team value because those that dead end in 29 and wildcard these players like City players back in or Liverpool or Arsenal players back in, you're going to lose massive team value, right? You're going to sell your Arsenal defenders and then have to bring them back in, for example, so that's a big, big positive to this one. You're not, you're not losing too much team value. The other positive is in the 34 double, um, they're mostly bad teams that all double in 34, we think, right? You dead end them in and then you're going to wildcard them out. So you'll only own those bad players for a couple of game weeks, maybe one or two leading into the double in 34. What are the negatives though of strategy number one? Well, the big, I think, negative for me is you're wildcarding so late. If you're wildcarding in 35 or wildcarding in 36, you're setting yourself up for the bench boost in 37, which is great, but you only then get three weeks of a wildcard team. And wildcard is the most, definitely, without doubt, the most beneficial chip, the best chip, followed by free hit for me. Wildcard is the big chip and you'd only be maxing it by three weeks. So that's a big, big negative. The other negative, in that game week 29, that blank game week where there might only be five fixtures, you're using your free hit, second most, most well, second best chip. And you're using it on a week which potentially is going to be a really low scoring week with low upside, right? I There's been seasons where I've used free hits in blanks and there's been seasons where I've used free hits in doubles and I've gone 22 players, amazing. I prefer chasing upside, you guys know I do. Therefore, I'm always going to veer towards a strategy I think that gives upside. And I think this is maybe more of a defensive play. Strategy number one, I like. I could still use, and I'll be committing to it in the next week or two, but I don't see myself using it because the low upside round 29. And I think we can get to 29 with free transfers, which leads us nicely to chip strategy number two. If you're enjoying what you're seeing so far, guys, do hit those buttons and subscribe to the channel. Um, Chip strategy number two. Chip strategy number two is the one I've I've had my eye on since I even started thinking about chip strategies. This was this was the clear standout for me, right? At the moment, we're all going 
good teams, no need to wildcard, no need to hit the buttons. We're all fairly well set, many of us now, because we've taken hits to get there if needed, are set well for 25. We're going to use our triple captain in 25, probably on Haaland. When 25 finishes, we get to 26 and we go, oh, there's no Liverpool, there's no Chelsea, there's no Spurs, there's no Luton. I've got to sell a couple of these players. Well, that's fine. You can still field 11 in 26 by making two transfers. Most of us can. So we make those two, two transfers in game week 26 and we field 11 players. Now, yes, you may have had to sell Darwin or Jota or Cole Palmer. Well, that's okay because those players probably don't play in 29 anyway. So you sell them, you get your 11 out in 26 and then you've got 27, 28 and game week 29. That's three additional transfers to start dead-ending your team to game week 29, that blank game week. You're probably going to target Aston Villa. You're going to target Tottenham. Teams that you think can score big in 29. Well, that's fine. We start buying in players like Son or like Moreno, whatever. And we make a few transfers and we're quite happy with those transfers. Yes, we have to sell some good players to get there, but we can wildcard them back in later. So game week 29 comes around. Can we field 11? Maybe without hits. Or maybe it's 9 or 10. I think 9 or 10 is fine if they're 9 or 10 good players. We might even choose to take some hits to get additional players out. Game week 30 comes around. What do we do? Well, we could wildcard. But Man City and Arsenal play each other. And we're almost certainly going to go big on Arsenal and City on wildcards. Because when we're wildcarding this point in the season, we're chasing players with something to play for. Because you know, by the time game week 36, 37 comes around, if you've got loads of players from mid-table teams that you know are going to stay up, like Fulham, they might make huge rotation. Brentford, you can go, oh, they're going to try the kids. You want to invest in teams. Fighting relegation, probably not, but those chasing Europe, those chasing titles. So we're definitely in thirty in a 30 wild card going to go big on City and Arsenal. We might have five players from those two teams. If we do, knowing they're playing each other, you might go, I can wait a week. I'm going to wild card in 31. Whatever you do, you wildcard in 30 or 31, that's absolutely fine. You're well set and then you're looking at free hit 34. You make your normal transfers each week. You get to another double game week of 34, which is the second biggest double yet to go. And you might choose to bench boost in 34, but I think many will go free hit 34 because the players that double in 34 are likely to be worse teams. Teams of players that you probably won't ordinarily buy. So you might have a punt on, I don't know, Sheffield United forward just for one week because it's a free hit 34 and they've got a double. So you bench boost in 37 and you hope that you're going to get 15 doublers out. Very strong possibility of this if you've wildcarded well in game week 30. And when you wildcard in 30, you're going to make sure you don't have dead spots. You're going to make sure you have a good sub one, two and three. They don't have to be expensive players, but the ones you know will get 90 minutes come the end of the season. You might look at Bournemouth and go, Senesi's nailed, he'll play all the time, he can come in as my third sub because he's got a double game week in 37. And in a dream scenario, you get 15 players playing twice. I like this strategy very much, but we still need to consider the negatives. But first, should we look at the positives? Well, obviously, one big positive, unlike strategy number one, in strategy number two, you get to maximise your wildcard. You get, excuse me, eight weeks seven weeks of your better looking team right you're wildcarding you can make the most of it you can also do it after that city arsenal game if you want you also get to free hit in 34 where there's mainly bad teams and you also still should be able to field a good team in 29 that blank week when everyone else free hits if you're smart and you plan ahead you should still be able to with free transfers alone get a minimum of eight nine players out 
but probably more likely to 10 or 11 if you're willing to take a hit or with really good planning. So I don't think 29 should be too much of an issue for us. And I think 29 is going to be really low upside anyway. So look, the biggest negative of this strategy is game week 29, you could really lose out to the field. The field of I think a lot of managers, especially perhaps the more less engaged managers, I think will see 29 and go, I've only got five fixtures. I've only got six players out. I'm going to hit the free hit button without much thought. So sure, you lose it out to the field in 29. But how many teams can really hurt you? Well, Spurs could hurt you. Well, you make sure you've got Spurs' best assets with free transfers. Could Villa hurt you? Maybe, but you make sure you've got Watkins, right? Players like... Son and Richarlison and Watkins and Moreno, you just make sure you've got all the main bases covered despite not getting potentially 11 players out. So I think that still works really, really nicely. So the negatives of strategy number two, pretty few and far between. Like I think we can counter them. I think we can counter all those negatives. So I'm almost certainly going to be using strategy number two but as always in FPL, I'm going to try and remain flexible to things that happen because you never know what's around the corner. You get a team full of flags and you go, oh, actually, I need, to, I need to change my strategy. But as things stand, I am semi-committing to strategy number two. And I'm therefore, off the back of this week, already thinking about who's playing in 29 with my free transfers. Are there any other weeks in the calendar we should be looking to use our triple captain chip? Because, of course, there's big doubles in 34. There's big doubles in 37. We'll get a Man City double in one of those weeks, a Liverpool double in one of those weeks. Could we look to use a chip? I don't think so, because I just think they lend themselves, one, better to the other chips those weeks, but two, the Liverpool and the City double will not be as good as the Liverpool and City doubles that we get in game week 30. So if we look at it, top line, City's double predicted could be in 37. It'd be Fulham and Tottenham away. Two away fixtures. Well, they've got two homes this, this time round. Liverpool's double could be Aston Villa away and Fulham away. Like, they're tough games. Yet at the moment, Liverpool are going to Brentford. That's tough. But then they've got home against Luton. City, home against Brentford, home against Chelsea. Even Bournemouth, I prefer to some of those options, in 28. I won't be captain Slanky in 28, though. Triple captain Slanky in 28. Just not for me. You back the better teams, the more reliable teams. Even with good fixtures, the middling teams can let you down. And Slanky could very easily do that. So for me, no-brainer to triple captain in 25. The other thing I should mention to both these strategies, they include, they involved bench boosting 37. Certainly for strategy two, you might look at your 34 team and go, actually, I could bench boost this and I could free hit in 37. So you can reverse those big double game weeks. The two biggest ones are 34, 37. At the moment, for me, it'll be free hit 34, bench boost 37. That could rotate and I'm, I'm okay and open to that. And I'll make a decision on that probably when I wildcard in 30, 31. You could say there's a third strategy here and it involves wildcarding really soon. Either wildcard, like for example, you could dead end your team this week. And then game week 26 comes around next week. You've got a few blankers and you go, I'm going to wildcard because I've got too many players playing and I'm going to wildcard my team. I'm going to make sure when I wildcard, I set myself up well for 29 as well, right? And then I've got a normal trip strategy moving forward. I still can free hit and bench boost in 34 and 37. That could work, but I don't think it's a very good looking wildcard team in 26. I really don't because then you're going without players from good teams like Spurs players. You're going without Liverpool players. You're going without Chelsea and Luton players. These guys don't have a fixture in 26, but actually they've got good fixture runs, good fixtures, and they're often good teams. So I don't like that strategy number three, but if you did want an alternative, that'd be the one I'd present you. But for me, 
Strategy one, strategy two are by far the big, big ones. Strategy two, as I said, is where I think I'll be going. If you've enjoyed this video, let me know in the comments. If you want to support the channel, then please do subscribe and like. Uh, and thank you so much for becoming channel members as well. Channel members get all their questions answered at any point. Uh, exclusive content out there as well for channel members on YouTube. Uh, the Ultras are even in a WhatsApp group with me, which is loads of fun. We talk every day, all day, every day. Um, so guys, thank you so much, as always, for your support. I'll see you very soon. Team selection video will be dropping very, very soon. I'm also going to try a bit of a differential video this week as well. So loads coming up on this channel. I'll see you on the other side. Sports Social Podcast Network.